right, welcome to episode four of the Dirty 30. I am your host, Double. Joined with me, as always, is the incredible Bobo Jones. Say hello. What's up, buddy? How are you? Doing good. Uh, week four was my best week in fantasy yet. I won I both my leagues. I won despite Julio. Just, I didn't even set my lineup in the, our Dynasty League. Still got the dub. Woke up late and forgot to make uh, last-minute adjustments, but it, it happens from time to time. Either way, still a good week for me. Um, nothing fucked me like the Seahawks and Titans, and uh, nothing really stood out as super great to me. Did you see all the Urban Meyer shit? I have not. I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. I think this guy's out of his league and he needs to go back to college. Yeah, it's a mess. I On Stone Sports, I read off. Uh, there's like 10 bullet points of all of the things that have happened since he became coach in Jacksonville. It was a fucking mess. What's the newest one? Uh, he got caught in, he after the Thursday night game, he went back to Columbus and he got caught being a drunk nuisance and fucking feeling up some college girls and not great. Not a good look. Oh, dude. He had, like, college oh, girls grinding up on him and shit at, at the bar that he owns. Like, it's named after him. <laughs> uh, the Khan family not happy with him. His wife obviously not happy with him. Jag's not happy oh, with him. Apparently players oh, are laughing at him in team meetings. So it's it's not looking good down there. Oh, really? People with players are laughing at him in the team meetings? Yeah, that came out this week, too. Yeah, that's a wrap. The urban listen, they're gonna probably give him. I don't know. He signed a big contract, right? Yep. I don't know. I feel bad for them, but don't they know that them college coaches don't work out up here? I mean, I don't. I don't know. In the NFL, it doesn't work. Urban Meyer's contract is. Oh wait, no. I don't have it. That's his old salary. Oh, well, I don't really care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, it's it's a mess. It's, it's a, mess. a mess. I was it's just curious if you had seen the video. It's pretty great. No, I haven't. No, but I'm Check it out sure if you got some time. Yeah, they might. They might. We're off here. But we'll go off, start here. We'll uh, do Dubs Diamonds. We'll go through the top five for this week. Uh, number one, obvious one this week, Tyreek Hill, three touchdowns. He had 47.6 points in PPR. Just a ridiculous monster week from Tyreek Hill. After a down one last week, he turned it around. I told you, see? One week they throw to Tyreek, the next week they throw to Pringle, Robinson, and yep. the other cat, Hardman. Yep. And then they go back to Hill and Count, so... Hardman's know. fucking just as fast as Tyree Kill, damn near. I know. They gave it's him a screenplay, and he took it like 45, 50 yards, and oh my god, just outrunning everybody. But number two here, Debo Samuel, 35.7. Big week for him. He's clearly the number one there. Sorry, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, number three, Cordero Patterson, 34.6. Huge week for him. Uh, three touchdowns as well. Number four, Sam Darnold, 33.5 points. Uh, ran two touchdowns in, adding to his league-leading five. 
Huge season for Darnold so far in Carolina. Uh, I hope he can keep it up. Looking good down there since leaving the hellhole that is the Jets. And number five, yes. Patty Mahomes. So happy for him. Yeah. 32.7 for Patty Mahomes in that one. Um, he put, got the win over the Eagles. He had that little shovel pass to Alaire at the start. Did you see that touchdown? I did, yeah. I that's seen pretty. That that's pretty, that pretty sweet, yeah. Um, yeah, that will wrap up the top five there. Uh, go through the quarterbacks. Uh, we already went through the top two, Darnold and Mahomes. Number three was Matt Ryan with 29 points and a loss to Washington. And the other quarterback in that game, the Heineken, signed with Bud Light, Taylor Heineke, 27.9 points, comes in at number four on the QBs. And Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, not the week that you picked him to go off, but he gets 27.8 against the Saints and picks up the Giants' first win. Of course, that's how it happens. You know what I mean? Fantasy football is a fickle bitch. Yep, I trade for Matt Stafford and he shits the bed. And the guy I trade away scores more. Just the way it goes. The way it goes. Uh, Running backs. Cordell Patterson, we obviously said at the top, uh, 34.6. He was the number one this week. Uh, Number two, Austin Eckler, 29.5. And the win over Vegas on Monday night. He was awesome. Two touchdowns, one receiving, one rushing. Uh, number three, Saquon Barkley, 28.6 points. He is on the questionable list this week, though. Uh, number four, Derrick Henry, 25.7. And five, David Montgomery, who's going to be out for a couple weeks. But he did score two touchdowns before hurting that knee. That's a bummer right there. Yeah, we'll get more on that later. Uh, wide receivers. Tyreek Hill and Debo Samuel, we already went over. I counted Cordell Patterson as running back, so we'll go DJ Moore here, number three, 31.9. I'm loving DJ Moore this year. I've got him on my team. I've been riding him in daily. Big fan of DJ Moore. Yeah, uh, he's, I got him for the dynasty. Fuck yeah. Number four, Terry McLaurin, 30.3. Also riding him in fantasy this year. Loving him as well. Uh, yeah, he obviously, Heineken. Yeah, I bet Heineken's obviously the he's Heineken's number one target. Excuse me. Bro, that's that's like the poor version of uh, Matt Stafford and Cooper, Cooper Cup, <laughs> the bromance. Yeah, you, you got Taylor Heineken and yeah, and Terry McLaurin down there on the Washington Football Team. Man, he's got eyes for him and him only. And they just lost Thomas, so now there's gonna shoot, give it, add some more to it. Yeah, I bet you wish you unloaded Thomas before. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> uh, number five, Deontay Johnson, your boy, twenty four point two points. Did you, you didn't oh, end up right. starting him, huh? I didn't. No, and I lost by ten. You shouldn't have convinced me out of it. Who's the other player? I know. I had Tim Patrick going, but we lost Tim B to. Uh, uh, had, I was worried about Jair and Alexander shadowing him. So he texted me at four o'clock. About. And you go, I need to know, Deontay Johnson or uh, Tim Patrick? Right now, I need to know. And I was like, uh, Deontay Johnson. And then you're like, I'm worried about Jair Alexander. I'm thinking Tim Patrick. Yes. I was like, fuck, you go Tim Patrick then. I don't know. And then look, yeah. look what happened. He scored on, like, what, the first yeah. play, second play? Yeah, I don't, it wasn't even. I think it might have been the first play. Boy, yeah, the first or second. Yeah, you were right, first that or second. Pittsburgh like, offense. Dude, as looks- soon as I see it flash, I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> that Pittsburgh <laughs> offense looks fucking bad, though. It's not the offense. It's the offensive line. And Ben. Okay, they have Ben's too washed. many holes, and he's done. Listen, 
I like what I saw out of Haskins in the preseason. Now, that was also against twos and threes, backups and backups. But I mean, I don't, I say, why not? You know, if like you're going to, if you drop another two, why not? Yeah. That's all I'm saying on it. Uh, tight ends here. Number one, CJ Uzoma, 26.5. I thought he was going to win me big money and daily. I put him in, and a lot of people thought the same thing, apparently. Yeah, I hate that. Tough shit. Uh, number two, my sleeper from last week, proving me right. Thank you, Dawson Knox. 20.7 points for him, two touchdowns, and a 40 to nothing trouncing of the Houston Texans, courtesy of the Buffalo Bills. Number three, Mo Alley Cox, one of my favorite names in the NFL, 19.2 points for the Colts. Uh, number four, Jared Cook, 19. He had a big game on Monday night against the Raiders. And five, Dalton Schultz, who you kind of you kind of shit all over last week. Right? He had 17.8 points. I just, yeah, I just didn't see it happen. Like, because they got them up, they got CeeDee Lamb, they got Amari Cooper, and then they've been feeding uh, Zeke and Pollard. You know? But, yeah. The, hey, he, I was wrong. I'll eat a big old slice of humble pie right now, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> There's like this C tier of tight ends, and a lot of them actually went off this week. Like, I really like the top six or seven people I'd put in that, like, C tier of tight ends. But, like, they they intrigue me every week. Because sometimes you, you just get red zone targets, a couple short catches, and then all of a sudden you're stacking up points. But that Uzoma, Dawson Knox, Ali Cox, Jared Cook, Schultz, Max Williams, Mike Jasicki even. Like, that sort of mid-tier of tight ends has been performing well lately. Yeah, and they're actually doing... Better than some of the premier tight ends. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Kittle's been up and down. You know what I mean? Uh, Waller's been steady. Uh, Kelsey, well, I'll touch on him later. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> some of the lower guys are killing it. So Waller's still tight end, too. Mark Andrews, top 10. Uh, yeah, Kelsey had a horrible week this week. George Kittle, yeah. tight end 11. He's one of the people that's being outperformed by these c-tier guys but anyway that'll do it for dubs diamonds this week let's uh let's move into Bobo's busts yeah all right uh number one i got uh deandre swift he had eight carries for 16 yards four six receptions for 33 yards he had 8.9 uh i don't understand like they went away from the run yeah you know what i'm saying he but had like all those points in the first quarter too and they yeah, keep like, saying they, in press conferences that they're going to involve him more, and I just I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's like the problem with Detroit is they just need to name one of them the guy. You know what I mean? Like, look, DeAndre Swift, you're the guy. You know, you're it gonna should get be because he's three the... totes in a row. Like, give it to him like Chubb, and then you bring him in like they do with Hunt. Yeah. You know, except not to vulture my fucking touchdowns that I need at the goal line. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Like, I mean, oh, you get a touchdown from Chubb, and it's not as bad. You know, I lose by four, but still. Yeah, I, I will. Um, I I want to talk about them later. We'll get to that. Okay, uh, number two, I had Javon Cook. Another guy. I know he was a little bit banged up, but nine carries, thirty-four yards, two for six on receptions, and ten yards, six point four. Just a staker all Ugh. around, you know. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just gross, man. Like, hopefully he gets back on track this week because he's going against Detroit, I believe. I think that's going to be a high-scoring affair because neither one of the defenses are great. 
Uh, Tyler Lockett checks in at number three, four for five receptions, 24 yards for 6.4. Dude, he started off blazing hot. And then the last two weeks, it's been like nothing. You're like, what the fuck is that on the bottom? Oh my God, it's Tyler Lockett. And you just wipe off the bottom of your shoe. You're all good to go. He has fallen off, man. It's not even funny. He's still wide receiver 10 overall, which shows how fucking good he was the first two weeks. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) I mean, he was straight up balling, dude. And then now he's like, yeah. He had 57.8 points through the first two weeks. He's got 13.5 through the last two. Yeah. See, I thought he was going to... I don't know. We're also getting into October, too, you know, where he's real, you know, his Tyler Lockett's great in September. And then when you get into the mother months, man, he starts to slow down and it's fall the whole off. Seahawks offense to an extent. Uh, who you got at number three, though? Tyler Lockett. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's right. That Tyler was your only three. three. Excuse me. Uh, CD Lamb was a four, two for five, like I said, 13 yards, 3.3 points. Like, they... Again, they went to the tight ends. I guess they're going with whatever they're not guarding. We're just going to exploit it. And then once they do stop it, we'll switch to something else in Dallas. Because, they're I mean, it's a lot of mouths to feed. But, you know what I mean? I figure you And the just... run game came alive last week against a, a good Carolina Panthers defense. So that might be something to keep an eye on as well. Dude, you know, target share-wise. But they ran it against Philly. They played Philly the week before, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude, they fucking slid their dicks right down their throats and right back out. (laughs) All over them, dude. I'm telling you, man, like, they just straight disrespected them. So you just feed Zeke. You keep feeding him, feeding him, and then you have Tony Pollard coming and spell him, which is what DeAndre Swift should be doing in Detroit. Uh, And then you throw it on the play action to CD or Amari, you know, and then you just use them tight ends to block, but whatever. I mean, you want to get them involved. I mean, whatever works, right? Uh, number five was Chris Carson, which shocked the shit out of me, man, because he's been consistent, you know. He's had 13 carries for 30 yards, one one reception for one yard, 4.1 total. Carson? Ugh. Yeah, Chris Carson. He got Carson. hurt. Still. Still. Still a stinker. Still, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's a stinker, dude. It sucks. I hate the injury thing, man. Like, I hate it. When you put them in, they get hurt, and you're like, oh, it's over. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's a wrap. Especially in daily, because that one guy fucks your whole lineup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes then, uh, in a league, you'll be able to overcome it. Like, all right, if somebody lays a dud on the other side, it might counteract. Like, we'll be all right. But in daily, yeah. you're like, oh, one guy is hurt. All right, I'm out of the money. No chance I win yeah, today. It's still, yeah, yeah, it's gone, you know? Uh, and my uh, queef of the week goes to Travis Kelsey. Four six for twenty three yards. Yep, six point three. Just a straight. It is a rough man. Queen for the week. Like I said, yeah, Queen for the week is brought to you by DraftKings. No, Vagisil. <laughs> See, we might get in trouble. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, man, he just. I don't know what happened. All the first three weeks, man, he's consistent, 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 and then uh, choice matchup against Philly, you know, and. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, thanks for playing. Smoking mirrors. Yeah, and I lose by 10. See, I'm in the part of my schedule where it's, you know what I mean? It's not as, I'm not, I haven't faced any, like, I haven't faced the undefeated dude yet or none of them, you know what I mean? I was right. like some teams that were kind of like, ugh, and then it's like, I'm on a two-game losing streak. Well, Nick Chubb's been Rough. fucking you, and I want to I wanna get to Chubb and Hunt. 
as I mentioned a little earlier. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Go ahead. So, Kareem Hunt has outperformed Chubb points-wise. Yeah. Chubb still outperform like, out-snaps him. He's got way more, oh, yeah. a it's way a, higher a percentage. Huge, yeah, yeah. But Chubb has is pretty much been non-existent in the passing game, and he's been really touchdown dependent, which they've been bringing Kareem Hunt in in the goal line. So at one point, is Nick Chubb going to, you know, he, I mean, was he worth a first-round pick at this point? And I, I ask you, being a Nick Chubb owner, you got the best perspective out of anybody. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I picked ninth. And Nick Chubb was there at nine. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's like, I, it wasn't really any great choices. I took him, and then I think when it came back around, I grabbed Antonio Gibson, you know? I just went, I grabbed two young guys, and there were two running backs, because I always go running back, running back. But, no, I, as an owner of Nick Chubb, am fucking shook right now. I don't know what is going on, man. Like, when I took him, I was like, I know he's going to get 75% of the work. You know what I mean? And then 25% right. is going to go to Hunt. But it's it seems like when Chubb's out there, it's like, nah, I'll just let Hunt run it. I'll, I'll let, I'm not going to play hard today. I, like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe, and then it's like, also seems too like the line is more holes are there for Hunt than Chubb. And um, again, and I am also stressed that he's not catching any balls. I'm going to be honest with you. I might be looking to trade him. I'm like at that point, but I'm I don't gonna, think trade him for another young running back. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think it's a horrible move. And as long as Kareem Hunt's in that backfield, it's always going to take away some value from Nick Chubb. That's what I'm saying. I've been trying to flip him to Sinwad in our league for DeAndre Swift. Yeah. And I just he's like, oh, I don't want to part with him. And I'm like, he goes, but I'm a huge Nick Chubb fan. He's like, well, you know, he was trying to get him from me. But yes, again, I'm concerned. And, like I said, I'm looking to trade him. Like, I was concerned with Gibson, too. Right. And then he came alive a little bit. But, yeah, I... And I'm I'm in I the same boat. The, I couldn't see the game, dude. And it's like, and I, But I'm like, I heard Cleveland scored. And I'm like, yeah, I thought it was Chubb because I knew they were on the two-yard line or something, the three-yard right. line. And then I come to find out it's Kareem Hunt. I'm like, man, come on. I'm it's in like, the same keeps... boat with Taylor. He was my first-round pick. He's currently RB19. Uh, Chubb, I think, is RB16, I want to say. But... I mean, I'm sort of in the same boat. Taylor came alive last week. He had a huge 20.4. And Naheem Hines looked great week one. I got a little scared for a little bit. But he's kind of fallen off more and more each week. Whereas, and Taylor's gone up because of it. Whereas Chubb and Hunt have kind of been the opposite of that. Where Hunt's gotten more and more. Again, not necessarily touches because that's still dominated by Chubb but more of the crucial fantasy looks yeah like when they're on the goal line right goal like line goal passing line. downs but I haven't really seen him get that many screens either right they've been giving the screens to Kareem it's right. like I don't understand like are they trying to limit him it's like I mean they did give him 22 carries and he got me 100 yards so I, you know I can't be too mad at that 100 you know what I'm saying but Right but that's only 10 I points to fantasy whereas you could get fucking five catches yeah, but, for 25 yards and you've got 75% of that 22 touches instead of if off of five you know what I'm saying Yeah there's a fucking it's a big swing man it's yeah. a there's a difference and I I just don't understand it it's like dude you were at the third like you can't hand it to him you can't jump 2 yards 
over the top and get in the end zone. I mean, you're Nick Chubb for Christ's sakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I expected way more when I drafted him. But yeah, yeah. I'm there with Taylor right now. But I'm I was pleasantly surprised with his last game. I'm hoping it continues, and uh, he's got a pretty decent schedule coming up. So for Taylor, yeah, Taylor. Yeah, no, I'll give you. I'll even let you know this too. Currently, right now, Marlon Mack is his agent are seeking a trade. So Marlon Mack's gonna leave, and then that's gonna fully make Taylor the guy. Right. Naheem Hines will be the third down guy. So I am more but optimistic Hines... for you than I am with Chubb. Right. And Hines you know? fumbled last week. He didn't look good at all the week before that. That just makes it that much better for Taylor. Right. Because remember, you're gonna get all. So that what I'm saying, I win the same boat, but I'm more optimistic for Taylor right now than I am for Chubb. But See, anyway, this is why I took Chubb because you're gonna get 20 carries a game. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like he's not doing shit with it. It's like he hasn't broken nothing off or. I just they're just using them way different. It's yeah, I'm right. I'm at DEFCON too. <laughs> All right. Well you wanna get into our sleepers here? I'll go we'll go over last week's and then we'll get into this week's. Yeah, go for it. Alright, so your number one pick for the sleepers was uh Jacoby Myers. Yes. Took him over me. Sixteen point eight points. Nice. I'll take that. Number two, Tommy Tremble. Goose yeah. egg. Oh, but that was a deep dive. That was it a was, deep, deep dive. But right you, uh, I, you fucked me because I put him in my daily lineup for goose egg. Oh, really? That's okay, dude. You sold me on Dawson Knox hard, that I played him in there and it paid off. Yeah, <laughs> good, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, Van Jefferson was your number three, who I did not take yep. your advice on and left him on my bench, but I still got the win. But that's all right. Van Jefferson, twenty-one points, was your number three. So a good, uh, a good week for you there. Much better. Three, I'll take it. Yeah. And the week before. Yeah, exactly. Three goose eggs the week before. So. <laughs> hey, uh, and the Titans killed me again, too. Trey Sermon yeah. was my number one for sleepers last week. 8.9 points. Uh, we just talked about Nick Chubb. Trey Sermon had a Nick Chubb game. He had 89 yes. yards on 18 carries. It was a good game, but just no, no catches, no extra added fantasy value, no touchdowns. It was... Just real quick, like, I don't care about not getting a touchdown, but give me three or four catches. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I'll just, like, I'll take that instead. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I hear you. I'm in the I, <sighs> I agree, too. So, Trey Sermon, 8.9. Uh, Dawson Knox, we talked about a couple times already. He was my number two sleeper. 20.7 for him. Two <clears throat> touchdowns. A huge game. Uh, him and Van Jefferson headline are sleepers this week mvs was my third one he ended up going out uh he was questionable on the injury report when we recorded and got ruled out on friday or saturday didn't end up playing uh the other thing i threw out was the Bengals defense for daily they ended up getting two points so that wasn't great either so not a whole not a horrible week because dawson Knox went off but not a great week for me sleeper wise hopefully we improve on it this week you got first pick last week so i'm gonna take it this week my number one damian williams okay playoff damian as uh joe buck like to call him uh david montgomery being out i like damian williams to handle the majority of the touches there and the Bears obviously like to run the ball a good bit. 
and Justin Fields is going to need to hand the ball off if he's going to continue starting. Uh, I, I just like Damian Williams this week. I don't hate it. And I like it too because I think there's, I think they get like a little bit of a soft schedule coming up. I they? tried to pick him up, but I got outbid for him. And yeah, they yeah. do have a, they do have a bit of a soft schedule coming up, and then it toughens up after that. They have a soft like two games, and then they have like the second hardest schedule in the league after that. All right, I'm not. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. If you need like a spot flex guy, I, I like Damian Williams to do that for you. Uh, but what's your number one pick this week? I'm going with Zach Moss. All right. From the Bills, they're uh, they're gonna go up against Kansas City, and uh, Kansas City they just kind of suck lately, man. I mean that's not no. Uh, I know that's not doesn't sound like a crack reporting here. You know, oh yeah, they suck. Uh, you know, I'm not going into right. great detail, but they just it's. Something is off in Kansas City. You know, like they rebounded last week, but they looked—they just look off. Their defense looks off. And uh, I like Zach Moss to get a lot of uh, catches and everything because uh, Singletary stinks, man. I'm not a big fan of Devin Singletary. I think it's the Zach Moss show all the way. I think he's clearly the best back in Buffalo, and I think he—I think he goes off, man. I think not for like a lot of rushing yards, but I think he catches a lot of passes and like a touchdown. Personally, I'm the opposite. I like Singletary more than Moss. Oh, of course you do. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of, like, I just, I think Zach Moss is the better back. You know Fair what play. I mean? I think he's a little more consistent than Singletary. Fair play. Fair Singletary play. sporadic. Uh, number two for me this week, Cordell Patterson. 34.6. I don't even know if we want to call him a sleeper anymore. He's been huge so far. But uh, if you don't. If you're not starting him right now, you should be doing the most with a limited amount of touches. And Mike Davis is not doing much with more touches, so I think I might even swing a little bit more towards Cordell Patterson's favor, and he's done very well with what he's seen so far. So I like Cordell Patterson. I like it as well. And you know who else likes it? Matt fucking Ryan. Dude, he fucking loves that guy, man. You know why? Because he misses Julio. (laughs) <laughs> All right, that dude's tall, reminds he's not big and buff like Julio, you know what I mean? But he's tall and runs fast like him. Right. He goes, man, it's a skinny Julio, I guess, <laughs> you know? But uh, he he's balling out, man, and he's not even a running back, but he's balling out like a running back, you know what I mean? So it's like, can you use him as, is he listed as running back? And, and receiver. receiver. Yes, he is. Okay, that's cool. So then you can move him around and still get him in your lineup. Versal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you could throw, start two other backs and then throw him in as a wide receiver, but still get those running back points. You know what I mean? Right. So that's cool. Uh, I'll dig it, man. I like it. You're number two. I've been seeing in some places that Christian McCaffrey is actually questionable for this week. He is. He was they limited that, today at practice. Yeah, they say he might go, and I was gonna go with Chuba Hubbard. I think his breakout game is coming. Like, he ran for 57 yards here, and then he ran for a little bit last week. He looked good last week. That's what I'm saying, and he's going up against Dallas. And, like I said... uh, No, they just played Dallas. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. They're going up against Philly. My bad. My apologies. I got Dallas written down here in in parentheses. Because Dallas just long-dicked the Philly defense. 
Because <laughs> they did, dude. Elliot and Paula just ran up to him, threw their dick right on their shoulders, and just like rubbed it on him, and then ran by him, and they did nothing. They about reeled it. it back in like a fucking fishing line. Dude, they did. They just straight up, man, just all up in the face, right in the nose cavity and everything, man, all up in him. Threw his dick on his nothing. shoulder and went, "Oh yeah, it's a good cast." Yeah, he was like, "Hey there." <laughs> no, but he just. I mean, they just. Philly was bad. So I just, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't end up going, I just think Hubbard goes off, man. I think this is the game where everybody's like, man, did you see Hubbard last night, dude? Da, 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 da. I think this is it, man. I can feel it. I, I just, like, the, you remember I told you I had the Mac Jones tingle yeah. going on? That we yeah. were going to, what did I tell you? Like, six months before the draft, I'm like, bro, I got this tingle in my balls that we're going to take Mac Jones. And fucking draft night, he's running on stage to get his fucking hat. I'm like, oh, I'm telling you, I, I think Hubbard goes off, buddy. That's my second. I saw a meme the other day. It was uh, Gordon Ramsay. The, like, fucking screams. It was like, what can't, when Patriots fans, when Cam makes a mistake, it was like Gordon Ramsay screaming, like, you fucking donkey. donkey. And then it was um, when Mac makes this mistake, and it was like Gordon Ramsay coddling a child. <laughs> Dude, did you hear my cannonball? Shown ESPN called Get Up. Mike Tannenbaum was saying that it was time for the Steelers to cut Ben Roethlisberger and sign Cam Newton to a two year deal. Dude, everybody on that stage looked at him like he. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, Cam Newton is done. But anyway, that's another. They're both another done. Show. Oh, I, they are. Ben, ben, he can't move. He can't throw. He can't block. I mean, the only thing that's working is the people are catching it. Right. So, uh, my number okay, three this number week, three? Uh, I went with a defense. Actually, get a staying on the Steelers. Their offense has been fucking dismal. And like you said, it's the, the pass catchers are good. Najee Harris has come to life the last couple of weeks, but it goes as the line and Ben Roethlisberger go, and both of those things are done in Pittsburgh. I like the Broncos' defense. They're, uh, they've been pretty fucking good this year. They're ranked number four overall and points and i like them against the steelers this week i don't hate it because big ben's gonna throw a couple picks uh bradley chubb's gonna get through right see he didn't get hurt did he he's always hurt so probably i don't know Uh, okay well either way they're getting a great pass rush going so i think that rickety boat offensive line that pittsburgh has is bradley chubb is healthy gotta sink him huh Bradley Chubb is not healthy. Okay. Ankle well, surgery. Von Miller Von Miller's playing, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I knew one of them was going. Yeah, he's going to have a field day. I think Big Ben eats the dirt a lot. Yeah. I don't how much I don't I don't mind it. I don't hate the I don't hate it either. How <laughs> much they are on daily too. All right, my number 3 is uh Tyler Higby going versus Seattle. Uh, they are dead last when it comes to passing. And they haven't been good against tight ends since Pete Carroll got there. So I think Tyler Higby goes off in a bounce-back game for all of the Rams. I like that. I don't hate that at all. Because uh, I think they come back. And, you know what I mean? I think they. Uh, I think they actually give it to Seattle. Yeah, I think they will, too. I like the Rams in a bounce back this week as well on Thursday <laughs> night. But um, we'll get to uh, waivers real quick. 
and then we'll wrap up with a league update. But uh, give me just give me your top three waivers this week. My top three waivers. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I like uh, Cameron Braid at tight end. Uh, last week he had two for he had six uh, six targets. He went caught two of them for twenty nine yards. Brock is out, but the fact that he saw six targets. He played sixty four percent of the snaps to OJ Howard's fifty. Yeah, I like give me some Cameron Braid. I actually like him this week in DraftKings. He's only thirty three hundred bucks. I like that. I think it's a steal. So uh, after that, um, gonna go with Jared Goff. They are playing Minnesota, and I think it's just a big. I think a lot of points are scored in that. Like Jefferson goes deep, Thielen. You know, I think I think it's one of those games. And Goff is turning around, matching him, going back. I I think it's one of those. I think he plays well. Plenty, plenty of volume. We all know volume is king. Um. And for running back, it was Khalil Herbert. Uh, he behind plays for Chicago. Uh, yeah, behind yeah, Damian behind, Williams. Yep, and Damian Williams is one of those dudes that is always popping up on the, you know, on the injured list. So I think that's pretty good. And maybe Quentin Cephas. He carries a questionable tag around with him in his suitcase to away games. Just like Josh Jacobs. Right. <laughs> dude's a walk in a hospital. <laughs> All right, well, do you want to go through the uh, league recap real quick and we'll get the fuck out of here? Yeah, okay, uh, shout-out to R. Donnie. He was number one manager for the week in week four. Uh, Dirty Duff won by a total of eight points. He's on a two-game win streak. Three ways A, 135, beats Duke squad, 125. Uh, Greasy Operator, 150 over Cuckoo Choo, 121. Cold Beer, curb-stomped Hogan. Uh, 135 to 96. Chandler B. Chokeslam, Grassman. 150 to 115. The Basement Dwellers grab its first win of the year over the Wadi Dynasty. 127 to 96. And uh, Cold Bears 4-0. Chandler 3-1. Three ways A 3-1. Hogan, Duke, Kachu, Wadi, Greasy, Duff. All 2-2. Two, and two. two people are 2-1. Or 1-3. 1-3. 1-3. And, one. One and, one and, and Grassman is 0-4. All right. Well, there you have it. Kings numbers real quick. Yeah, throw those in too. All right, we got Tannehill at Jacksonville for sixty four hundred bucks. Kind of like Trevor Lawrence and the same in the same game at fifty eight hundred. If you're one of those guys that like to play low quarterbacks, Jared Goff again at Minnesota fifty three hundred bucks. Chuba Hubbard at fully at Philly for six thousand. Fournette going against Miami fifty two hundred bucks. McLaurin receiver seventy four hundred. Marvin Jones. 5,700 rugs, 56. Waddle, 4,800 against Tampa Bay. My defensive play, uh, Las Vegas versus Chicago, 2,900 bucks. And a tight end, Cameron Brait, Miami, 3,300. That's all I got, kid. All right. Oh, and, oh, and the Texans cut Anthony Miller. Oh, That's it. I didn't even see that. Yep. Yeah, I dropped him. Damn. I like Anthony Miller. All right, well, there you have it. That is episode four of the Dirty 30. Thank you very much. Make sure to check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you find them. Uh, YouTube is currently down for us. Um, Birdie's computer is not letting us do videos, but we're working on getting a new one, so hopefully that will change soon. 
But uh, make sure to follow the podcast. Uh, that's Stone Sports Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, all those things. Uh, thank you, and enjoy the show. Peace.